Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 45th episode and one-year anniversary of the Bayside Report podcast. We are here from Clearwater, Florida, live in the Bay with you people tonight. It's our Donovan Mitchell episode, or Michael Jordan when he was number 45 for a little bit as well. That's enough of pop bottles because I don't want to get copyright on YouTube. So we're going to go to this corny, royalty-free, energetic EDM music. Yeah! Welcome, everyone. Like we said, one year, September 13th to the date. September 13th, 2022 is my first episode. And here we are. Molly ran the fuck away. The cat was not having the one year podcast. Welcome to the show. Whether you're rollerblading with your rollerblading group tonight, your bike group, your bicycle group, your motorcycle group, your co ed softball league, perhaps you're in the playoffs of your co ed softball league. The season is winding up. It's time to clutch up. Hurricane Lee battering, well, getting ready to batter the East Coast. And week one of the NFL has wrapped up what a week it was. USF Alabama this weekend, but welcome to the show. It's been a hell of a year, everyone. It has been a hell of a year. It's been ups and downs. There used to be, from the South Tampa bedroom where this journey all started, used to have Air Air Force planes, fucking AC-130s. Flying over, you had Harriers. Any Call of Duty players know what Harriers are? You had Harriers just gone over. You, you, my neighbors, fucking downstairs. They were always getting it on downstairs while I was trying to record my podcast. Or you'd my sister who would, you know, very. She stomps around, barges around, so she's slamming doors and shit in the background, yelling. So we went through a lot of adversity to start. But now we're in the Bayside studio, 45 episodes in, and the future is brighter than ever on the Bayside Report. We're here to motivate, inspire, through the highs and the lows. We're here to just give you the fucking report of life and what's going on. With that being said, with that being said, it's time for our Mush Gambling Report. No news report this week. We're going <laughs> to... The news has sucked lately. It's just been very... Uh, yeah, it hasn't been good news. So we're not going to do that. This is your escape from the news. These are for people who... You know, we're going to get away from the news for a week. One in three last week on our bets. Not good. Like I said, bet most of the opposite and you will be fine. That's why it's called the Mush Gambling Report. Because these are not guaranteed picks, folks. They just aren't. You never know what you're going to get with these picks. But we did win one pick. Lions plus four. They won. You could have just took the money line outright, and you would have been in better shape. That was our win. Bears minus one. They got cranked by the fucking Packers and Jordan Love. That was a loss. Colts plus five. They lost as well. And sadly enough, the Steelers' money line was a no-go. It was only plus 120, which should have been you know, plus 500 the way they played. It was not a good showing from the Steelers at Akershire Stadium, but the 49ers are that team. But we're not done yet, people. We're not done yet. Because there's week two. We have week two action for you here. Bet them, don't bet them. Either way, I actually do like a lot of these picks for this week. Uh, I do like a lot of these picks. More music, more music, more music. Let's get, let's get a good grip in the music. 
before we give these picks because I, it, you know, you don't want a quiet. There we go. You don't want a quiet space. Alabama minus thirty-two and a half. Very, fuck, fuck. We did it again. We did it again. Let's go back. Let's go back. Okay, there we go. Alabama minus thirty-two and a half versus USF. I will be in attendance. I will be there. So factor that in. That is a mush factor. If I'm in attendance. The energy shifts a little bit, but I still think that's a pretty safe bet. I think Alabama's going to prove who they are and stomp them. Here's an over-under bet. And we're sticking to college. We did all NFL first week, so we're hitting the college bets. Over-under in the Pitt-West Virginia game. 50 and a half. I'm taking over. Thursday night football. Eagles versus Vikings. Eagles minus seven. I think the Eagles are going to stomp them tomorrow night at home. The Vikings coming off that loss to the Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got the win in Minnesota. So, yeah, the Vikings coming off that loss. I think they're going to get pummeled again Thursday night tomorrow against the Eagles primetime. Our last pick, Dolphins versus Patriots. Dolphins minus 2.5. That is Sunday night at 8.20 on NBC. That is our mush gambling. Like we said, we're going to track them all year, every week. However we do, we'll tally it back up at the end of the year and see how the fuck we did. I miss uh, Russian table tennis. I know I, so I, I got away from it once I moved. Two things happened at once. I moved from Pennsylvania, a legal gambling state, to Florida, a non-legal sports gambling state. And then the Ukraine-Russia war happened at the same fucking time. So they took all the Russian table tennis off the market. So it's been a solid two years. I'm sure it's on Bet Online or you know any of the offshores, but it's been a solid two years almost since I've last played, placed a bet on Russian table tennis. That's a great way to gamble. There's a whole network on Twitter. I was I was involved and I still follow them on my one Twitter account. They they take the pictures of the the table tennis players and they make them the profile pictures and. They'll just give out picks. Some of these guys are hot. The thing is, it's very unpredictable Predictable to bet. It's been alleged that they're rigged. The matches are rigged. And you could see, I could see that being true. I could 100% seeing that being true in the nature of some of the players' effort. But Russian table tennis, if you're in a legal gambling state like the DraftKings FanDuel, you could watch the match and at the time, this was in 2021, it, they were just in a little room and COVID was still big then. They're in this little COVID bubble room and they just have a little close a CCTV camera at the top looking in on them while they're playing. But you can make some serious cash betting Russian table tennis. Now, I know they moved since the war. You know, I think it's still probably off DraftKings and Fandle. I haven't lived in a legal state of gambling for two years, so I'm not quite sure. But I believe it's probably not on there anymore. They have, the Czech League took over. I don't know if that's even on a legal book either. But, I mean, hey, you have the power of offshore gambling. So, hey, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying there are options out there for you to explore if that's, if that's in your alley. If, you're, if you like table tennis, you know, the Eastern European version of it. Those guys are legends. I wonder what they're... It's, a, it's weird because the matches are not, obviously, it's probably like shifts. You know, there are only certain players play at certain times. But it's 24 hours. You could bet Russian table. I, I think they took like a four or five hour break. If that. If that. Maybe three to three hours. 
and then it's just it's nonstop. You know, it feels pretty nonstop. You could bet them in your sleep. You know, you could place four bets before you go to bed, wake up. That that was that's what I would do. I got that's how you know it's kind of bad though. And <laughs> when you're you're placing bets before you go to bed and then waking up, it's like Christmas. Every every morning is like Christmas. You don't know what you're gonna wake up to. Some days would be good. Most of them were good. Like I said, the Russian table tennis, gambling, NFL is. You might as well just throw a fucking coin in the air and bet heads and tails on any. I, that's how it feels. I'm a horrible NFL better. NFL is very hard to bet. College is easier, especially early in the year. You could really hit those overs. You can really hit those massive spreads for the most part. For the most part, there will be some, you know, close games, maybe an upset here or there. There's just not enough of it either. You know, they're not playing college football or NFL 24 hours like the Russian Table Tennis League or the Czech, Czechoslovakian, Czech, Czech Republic Tennis League, Table Tennis League, you know? So that's also a con, a con. Basketball, NBA, fucking hard. NBA is a hard sport to bet. But I, overs, overs I've had some, some success on in the NBA. Like, it's kind of like the NFL. It's a hit or miss. College, though, college can really get sweaty. College can get very sweaty, but also I've had some success in like the mid-majors. There are, you know, you have to really get down to the nitty-gritty of the, you know, really dig deep in that sports book. Just keep scrolling. Just keep scrolling to the bottom. See, see what they got. Explore all the options. I do, miss, I do miss legal gambling slightly just for fun. You know, just a little 10 bucks here, 5 bucks here. In the promos, I mean, they'll throw out free bets or the one hoodie I have from Barstool is from a Steeler promotion that, you know, if you bet 50 bucks, you win the bet and they'll send you a hoodie. I think that's what it was. It was right around the Ben Roethlisberger retirement. And I do, I have a Barstool free bet. I keep getting the email for it, just nagging me, you know, just wants me to fly up to a legal state and use it. But... We are left to our own devices here in the Sunshine State. So, yeah, the Steeler game. Jeepers. I guess, you know, here's the thing. I'm not going to overreact. Of course, while I was watching the game, it felt like I was just it was just a razor blade cut every drive, every, every three and out or a turnover. It was just a razor blade cut, a death by a thousand cuts. That's how the 49ers beat the Steelers. Total domination. Total domination. Steelers had – they didn't have momentum the whole, the whole game. They had momentum before the ball was kicked off. The second that ball was kicked off, their momentum was gone. A lot of Kenny Pickett concern. I know. I get it. I get it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you concerned Kenny Pickett fans. I'm concerned, but they just played the best team in football. They just played the best team in football. There's no need to panic. We know what he is capable of. He's shown it towards the end of the year last year. We know I, you know, Matt Canada is kind of that He's already reached bum. He reached bum status early last year. You know, it was, it was pretty apparent. So we're just, you know, we're left to wither away with him. You know, we'll see what happens. And Tomlin, I'll just go out and say it. Look at look at our track record the past twelve years. It hasn't been good enough. It has not been good enough. So I don't know what has to happen in that. I don't know what has to happen in that Pittsburgh locker room front office, but there's just some got some negative energy right now. We got to get that shit out. 
The Steelers will be fine, though. I think they're going to find their way. The Pitt Panthers. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That one hurt even worse. They lost to Cincinnati Saturday night. The score was both games. When, t- when both teams had fighting chances in the second half to come back and they fucking blew it, the scores were both 27-7. to The Steelers-49ers game was 27-7 to towards the end, and then they got a field goal and just, you know, it was over at that point, obviously. And they won 30-7, to and then the Pitt-Cincinnati game was 27-7, to and then Pitt kept scoring, you know, made it a closer game. I think it was 27-21, to something like that, Pitt-Cincy. Yeah, 27 to 21 was the final there. So Pitt did actually have a fighting chance, which is why it hurt a lot more. Uh, Jerkovic, he he's upset at the fans booing him, but come on. You got to They they boo at little league baseball games. They boo at managers pitch base. You know, there's 8-year-olds out there getting booed. It should I how the I would just not even fucking react. Obviously you're going to be upset in the moment, but to to still harbor on it in the post game. You got I the one thing I realized is time moves fast. You know, obviously in that, in that moment, he's probably still pissed off. But I would just try and think in my head, you know, in five days, fuck it. We're going to be in West Virginia mode. They're, they're playing West Virginia in West Virginia. You got to be in West Virginia mode. It's about the next fucking game. It happened. There's nothing you can fucking do. They booed you. Prove them wrong. Fuck them. Don't call them out for booing. They kind of deserve to, <laughs> you know. Prove them wrong, Jerkovic. This is my call to you. Go down to Morgantown this fucking Saturday night at 7.30 and show those Mountaineers and prove to the Pitt fans this is your chance. Show us that you're not keyed on Slovis part two. And then, yeah, so I'm going to see Nick Saban this weekend as well. That's kind of even more, that's very exciting. I'm just trying, you know, it's a legend. He's a Croatian legend. I know they're 10th in the nation. The loss to Texas does not bode well for their outlook, but legend legend I don't know any of the Alabama players as of this year I you know Bryce Young last year I think I knew a few of the receivers maybe the running back but we'll learn them we'll get them down I don't know I know USF the local team no one gives the fucking USF Bulls any limelight why because they're bad yes they are not good they're in the American conference and they are getting their own stadium soon and on uh, on campus but they have the Raymond James set up kind of like how Steelers play at Akershire where the, where the, or sorry, where Pitt plays at Akershire with the Steelers sharing the facility. Same deal here for USF, but they are, they're eventually moving out, which Pitt needs to do hopefully in the near future. So yeah, it's going to be a cool experience Saturday tailgating Raymond James, go Bulls, roll tide, whoever the fuck I'm neutral. No, 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 no. Alabama minus 32 and a half. That's, that's what we're that's our sole mission Saturday is Alabama 32 and a half. And I think it's going to be attainable. So yeah, what else happened this week? <laughs> I was feeling a little under the weather uh, last, what, Friday? You know, I, I left the country. I left the country a couple months ago. And I was kind of having, I've been having some intermittent stomach issues since I left the country. I was gone for a whole week. I drank a, you know, Dominican Republic frozen ice. No, no bueno. I knew they, they warn you. They tell you not to do it on the way in. They tell you not to do it on the way in, but I did it. It's birthday weekend. Why not? You know, you want a frozen margarita for your birthday, but 50 of them, well, not 50. It was probably like 12, 10 to 12 over a span of a week. 
that puts you at risk. That puts you at risk to pick up some critters from the great island of Hispaniola. So yeah, I went and got checked out. Everything came back fine. Good. So we're good. You know, maybe just, just a little stomach issue. But I, I had to t- turn a test in to Quest Diagnostics. They made me, I went to urgent care and they're like, all right, you have to shit in the, you have to put the shit in the tube. I was like, what the fuck? I have to, you have to scoop the shit, your shit and put it in a tube. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't want to be talking, but this is my life, people. You're living week by week through my life. So I, <laughs> 7 a.m., you know, we made it happen. We, you know, long story short, we made it happen. And I go to Quest and what a, what a place I don't want to go back to ever again. It's just literally a testing center for, I guess, blood work. You know, you could get a blood work order at your doctor and they'll do your blood work. And, you know, obviously in my situation, you got to drop, drop some samples off and get them tested. Or like you go for employee drug testing, but there was a lot of, a lot of strings, strange folk in there. So I'm, I get out of my car to walk in and then all of a sudden these three, I think we talked about the MPC epidemic going on in Florida. People just spawn, you know, people spawn out of dimensions, out, out of, uh, you know, the fifth dimension, fourth dimension, sixth dimension, they just spawn. So these three NPCs from uh, a foreign country, I couldn't tell the language. It was definitely Eastern. It, I guess it was Russian. There's low key, low key, a lot of Russian motherfuckers in this area. I, I'm very surprised. But I've, on at least seven or eight occasions while out and about, I've heard people speaking Russian. So I'm going to go with the, it was either Russian, Belarusian, perhaps Ukrainian. Uh, Bulgarian, one of those languages, you know, maybe even my, uh, you know, my brothers and sisters out there in, in the former Yugoslavia, you know, the Balkan region could have been one of those languages. And they're in there, they're having a, you know, they're obviously very confused. So you have to just set an online appointment up with the quest and they're in there going, you know, yelling at each other because, you know, Eastern Europeans are intense. They're aggressive people. So they're, and then this lady at the same time is at the check-in kiosk with a mask on, going, fuck, I don't, shit, fuck, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember my my number, I don't remember my email, fuck. That's going, you know, so you got foreigners yelling, that lady's cussing under her mask, and then there's this really skinny tall dude, he was just lurking around, he was in my personal space. He just kept walking back and forth, like right at my toes. I'm like, oh, I'm just here to drop off. I'm just here to drop off. So, you know, that w- this was a eight-minute waiting se- session of just holy shit. And this may be a little morbid what I'm about to say next, but there was another lady, you know, very elderly and going in for testing. And like, she just couldn't, she was driving a car, shouldn't, I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't know how she drove the car, sat in the car, fit in the car and drove the car. Even just, we talked about hand speed, another episode of Bayside Report, we, we had a driving stereotyping uh, segment where we broke that down. We, you know, if you're a listener, you know, hand speed's important. She didn't, there's no way, there's just no way. And I'm thinking, you know, if that's me. You know, take me to, you know, take me to the farm. And if I don't have any family, you know, just maybe I'll hop on a raft and, you know, my a wheelchair raft and float. 
because I wouldn't even want to put myself through you. I would not want to go to a quest diagnostics under that condition. And, you know, I just wouldn't want to do it. But anyways, all was good. And I cracked the joke to the lady. I was like, man, you have a good crowd in here. And, you know, she liked that. She liked the humor because it, it was intense. It was intense in there. You know, people were really, people were really having a fit in the quest diagnostics. So stay away. That Here's the review. Here's the review. The review is in of quest diagnostics one star 1.5 no 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 sorry that's that's an ignorant review the staff were great the staff were great the clientele not so much uh, 3.6 is fair because the staff does a bang up job quest diagnostics Thank you for the watching the base hour report. We're not done yet, folks. We're, this is just kind of, I don't know what this is. This is just an inter intermission, I guess. You know, here's some Greek music from Dargolin. This is kind of relaxing. Like we said, what a, what a journey. My goal is just to do this every week until I, and as long as I'm on this earth. I know I'm probably going to have some, uh, you know, disturbances along the way in my schedule, but... That's the goal, people. That's the goal. As long as I got this microphone, mixer, and laptop, and I'm here, and I'm fucking proud, standing up and saluting all of you, then we'll be here every week. Wednesday, I guess. Wednesday's a good day. To, you know, it's the middle of the week, especially football, now that we're doing all this gambling intel for you people. Middle of the week. Wednesday's a good day. What else is going on? The USA, we need a Chinese New Year type holiday. So if you, for those who are not familiar, China has Chinese New Year and it usually falls January or February. And I think sometimes it could even go into March. Now, hang on one second. I'm going to, I have to loop over because my main computer keyboard's broken. Chinese New Year 2024. So I, I work in supply chain and obviously when you use China, you got to know what's going on over there. So it starts on February 10th. And it runs, uh, that's 2023. We got we to get the updated. Here's 2024. So it's in February. It runs from February 9th to the 15th. Wow, it's not even a whole week. Usually it's like at least two or three weeks. Can we get, we need a Wikipedia article. Wikipedia. Okay, let's see if we can get 2024. 2024. Okay, February 10th. Yeah, it doesn't say quite how long. But yeah, it's about one to two weeks. And they just shut the fuck down. Every, everything. Everything's done for two weeks. Shut One and a half to two weeks. Shuts down. Done. I think it also depends by the region, too. And the business, of course. So, you know, dealt with various regions. That's what the USA needs. Instead of... What we get, I mean, I guess you can call our Chinese New Year just like New Year's, you know, mostly everyone just fucks off from the 25th to the 1st anyways, but it should be an official federal holiday to fuck off to, you know, essential workers only, <laughs> but everyone else should fuck off, it, you know, or, you know, we could do it state ordered where they, they run around and, you know, force, force everyone to go have a good time. That's what, yes, yes, that's where I want my tax dollars. 
give it to the National Guard. I want them from the 23rd to like the second or third or fourth or fifth. Let's do let's do a college style uh, USA Chinese New Year. Let's extend it like the college break. You know, maybe go to the seventh or eighth. Everyone, everyone have fun. Don't do shit. Don't work. Go have fun. Stay in your house. Go and go sled riding. If you live in Florida, you you know golf, whatever, whatever, bike ride, suntan. That's what the USA needs. That's what we're missing in this era. So whatever you know, next president we have, <clears throat> you know, hopefully they can do something like that. We need we need the the American spirit needs uplifted because right now it's kind of in the gutter. Would you say? I would say. I would say. But we're here. The Bayside Report could, you know, local politicians. That's what they're here for. Maybe, perhaps, perhaps we'll get them on the horn. My dad is the king of of emailing and mailing letters to politicians. Always call me, you know, make sure his spelling's good. My dad's a blue, he's a mechanic, master mechanic, you know, so he... His spelling has, has uh, you know, been spotty. So, I, you know, I'll call him and I'll help him with the big words, get his point across. And even when I lived at home, I'd, I'd write some of the letters for him. You know, I just let him, I'm, I'm his typewriter. That's the kind of fire the young people need. Let's talk to your local politicians, people. Why are we not doing this? Why are we not talking to our local politicians? Mail them letters. We need to tell them what the fuck we want in this world, in this life. <laughs> I'd love to get into politics. I would, my dad, I always would, you know, I was always a little Scott, a schemer as a fucking kid. You know, you know, we'll do it another day. We'll do it another time. You know, he's like, motherfucker, you should be in politics, Garrett. But I never, I could definitely not get into politics now with, with this podcast. This shit would be... Yeah, this would this would be enough to discredit me from running from anything. I hate that I could Google my name and shit comes up. That's not, you know, it's cool, but it's not. It's not quite the coolest thing. I'm trying that's what I'm trying to fathom right now is that you Google me and all of this comes up. It's viewable. Anyone could see it. I'm I'm that guy. I Google people I Google people all the time. Look up phone numbers, you know, I'm the internet is is your best resource available you know you got to use the internet to its full capability docket records criminals you know see if that person from high school got a third dui or not it's great i love the docket system i love the you know freedom of information as we could say but then this motherfucker calls me from the philippines hello gregory i would like to buy your house i don't own a house but it's in latrobe pennsylvania if anyone is interested, I guess I own a house. But yeah, they call me a lot. Especially last year, they called me like every day. They, they kind of tapered off because I, I just yell at them every time. Like, did you not get the point the last time? You know, we had this knockout, drag out argument on the phone about my house in Latrobe, Pennsylvania that I don't own. But they like to check in every once in a while. Can you blame them? Perhaps we'll catch them when I'm recording an episode of the Bayside Report. I wanted to call my dad tonight and just, you know, fuck with him and ask him some questions and, you know, kind of like a blind, somewhat somewhat prank call, somewhat not, you know, because he could, he's a very uh, 
man full of a lot of words and information. So he's, he's easy to get going, especially now he's retired. He's golfing. You know, this man just shot 72 on the golf course. He's, he's, he's in the peak. He's like peak and he will be, he just will be, you know, peak practicing all the time, drinking good Miller light, taking cruise ships going, you know, Monday vacation. Why not? Let's go, let's go up to the Hills for the weekend. That's the life that we all are going to live, you know, or aspire to live. We got to work hard, though. Takes a lot of hard work, years of hard work before we could really rest our laurels and, you know, enjoy the fruits of our labor. I, I feel better when I'm hustling, you know. I don't, I get kind of knocked down a little bit when I'm. I don't know why, you know, the Greek music is just a part of this fucking episode, so get used to it. We're just going to keep looping it back. I get, uh, you know, I get a little antsy when I'm, especially lately, I don't know, maybe because the YouTube has had some success. Three, over 300,000 views, 250 subscribers. Not, not crazy, but we're going places. Thank you to those that have watched. Like and subscribe, Garrett Belich on YouTube. But yeah, I wanna, I wanna just grow that shit as fast as possible. Cause I think a thousand subscribers is monetization time. I think that's when you can monetize. I'm trying to get the hell out of my corporate job. You know, I want to monetize. We want to monetize and live a free life. Bitcoin and monetization, the keys to life. So we're talking, we're talking about my dad. I don't know how the fuck we got off on this tangent but yeah he'll be uh you know we're gonna call him one of these days get him on the show just hear his wisdom loop that shit back linkedin i uh hate linkedin linkedin sucks linkedin used to be cool it was linkedin did used to be cool for a month it truly was just oh i work here i do this let's connect you know hey let's find jobs but now now that there's LinkedIn influencers, forget about it. It's a fucking garbage. It's a garbage app to be on. It's horrible. I, I I made a burner LinkedIn. I'm probably the first person in the world to do that. <laughs> I'm probably the first person in the world that has ever made a burner LinkedIn. But it's there. I'm not going to tell anyone the name. We'll keep that private for now. I haven't, I haven't put it to use yet. Perhaps I will. I just want to comment like corny shit. You know, there's so much cornball shit on LinkedIn that I just want to troll. I want to troll people. Yeah. Wow. I'm not, that really inspired me. I really just inspired myself right there. I'm going to. I'm going to do this, but it's all gonna be fun. It's not gonna be like you know, fun troll. Just engaging conversation in the comments of a viral post you know that's all i'm gonna do i'm gonna engage i'm gonna respond to people's opinions agree politely disagree i'm really gonna hone my professional writing ability on linkedin then i'm gonna transfer it to my main linkedin and be a fucking star yeah people will get those i'm i'm i was a link everyone i shouldn't really yeah we're not gonna go there but yeah linkedin review 1.1 stars pretty ass maybe no 0.4 stars out of five horrible app 
There's another debate going on, especially between me and my friends right now. Keep looping that fucking music. This is Greek. I'm 3% Greek. So, that 3%'s really fucking feeling pr proud, proud and passionate right now. Or no, I think I'm... I'm 4%. I think I'm 1% Cyprus. Cyprus is pretty much Greece. It's like half Greece, half Turkey, but we'll loop it in with Greece. I'm 1% Aegean Islands, which is Greece. And I'm 3% Cyprus. So 4% Greek slash Cyprian slash Mediterranean. You know, on top of the on top of the Balkan roots. But Cro uh not Croatia. Cruise ships debates. Listen, people, I've been on eight of them. I've been on some bad cruises. I've been on some good cruises. There's a reason why people people just get a bad rap lately. COVID really ruined the cruise image because they are. And now that I mention it, there is a cruise ship stuck in the fucking Arctic Ocean as we literally speak. The Ocean Explorer and freezing cold temperatures. And there's apparently a COVID outbreak on that same ship so look that up um so a horrible time to be <laughs> promoting cruise ships but fuck it we're gonna do it anyways carnival not good not good don't go on carnival that is white trash that is the cruise that you were probably told about don't go on that disney disney fucking cruise line despite how evil mickey mouse is and disney itself and hey on a side note, Spectrum restored my ESPN service. So I'm not, you know, that, that dispute has been settled. I'm glad, but the Disney Cruise is good. Just no matter what age. I was 14 on it, and when you're 14, you're too, you're too cool for school. And I still met a band of brothers. We threw, like, golf balls in the ocean and, you know, chairs and shit. But it was, you know, we were just fucking around. It was just boys fucking around on the boat. Wow. That was, okay. How about some, uh. After this ad, quick ad break for the Apple iPhone. Yeah, the new iPhone came out. How about that? I, I didn't really see it. I'm sure it looks the same as it does. So yeah, Disney's ass. No, no, no. Disney's good. Disney's good. Disney as a company is ass and their morals and their values. But the cruise ship itself, good time. Princess Cruise Lines. Princess Cruise Lines. A great cruise ship. I think that was my favorite cruise line of all time. Five stars. Princess cruise ship five stars because the security didn't give a fuck what you did. Security would let you run free. Next up, Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean. I'm sorry. Could we go back to the Greek music? I'm just. I'm not feeling it. I'm. I'm sorry to, to the five. I am Italian too. I'm five percent Italian, but I'm. I'm not feeling that five percent. I'm feeling this four percent Greek. Like we said, Princess Cruise Line security was lax as fuck and they let you have fun. Royal Caribbean, it was like the Gestapo. They were on you. You know, the whole the whole gimmick of the cruise was if you're under 18, you can't be out past like 11. It was ridiculous. Like, you're, come on, you're on fucking vacation. A kid's going to run around a big boat till 4 a.m. and eat fucking pizza. That's what the kid should be allowed to do on the cruise ship. So we'd run around and just avoid them, and then eventually they, you know, they corner you in and catch one of you, and then the rest would go. But yeah, that was Royal Caribbean three and a half. Obviously, now that I'm a 25-year-old adult, <laughs> I wouldn't have to deal with that shit. So I, I haven't been on a cruise since I was a young kid, probably like 17. 
so I need to get back on a cruise and give the updated review. But overall, cruising, the review, 4.7 or 8, I've always had really good experiences. The, the bad point to review is probably seasickness or maybe a bad meal. But usually it's always great. You meet great people from all over the world. So don't let the COVID mainstream media, you know, steer you away from cruise ship. Don't let the ocean explorers sitting in the Arctic Ocean right now steer you away from cruising. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. All right, everyone. I think that really is it for the Bayside Report. For real, for real this time. We just serenaded you for a good 10 minutes. And we just bounced a lot of ideas off your headpiece. Thank you for listening. One year in the books. Where will we be next year? You know, hopefully around 100, over 100 episodes for sure. For show. 52. What's 52 weeks plus 45? So yeah, we'll be close right around that mark. So we're going to, we'll really hammer it home and get over that 100. We're coming at it. The cameo book, the cameo. I just, ah, oh Christ. We, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. I got a cameo request to sing a song from the Bad Friends podcast with Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. And it's not, uh, you know, it's pretty offensive. <laughs> so I might, I don't know, I might decline that one. Might decline that one. Thank you, the Bayside Report listeners. One year down. We're rolling. We're hot. We're hotter than ever. Every week we pick up steam. We pick up that energy and we take it up a fucking level. So yeah. We'll see you next week. Have a blessed weekend. Football, football, football. Remember, Alabama minus 32 and a half. Pitt West Virginia over 50 and a half. Thursday night football, Eagles minus seven versus the Vikings. And Dolphins minus two and a half versus the Patriots. Sunday night prime time. Waiting all day for Sunday night. Those, that's your mush gambling picks. Bet them for them, against them, whatever. I do, like I said, I do feel good about these week's picks. So I would put your good vested energy into those picks. And that is all we have for you folks. Enjoy your weekend.